And welcome back to the Pure Steel Podcast. I am Louis P. Shire tonight. I am joined by my brother Wyatt Schreier. How you doing, Hoss? Doing all right. All right. Tired, but yeah, we're here. And like usual, folks, this podcast is 100% Pure Steel and Sex Appeal. And uh, you know, like usual, this podcast is sponsored by a veteran-owned, pro-freedom, and uh, amazing beard oil company, Lit Beard Company. Uh, they're right here in Wisconsin. They have a bunch of fun flavors out and about right now. They have a Christmas flavor. Uh, Naughty List is called. Uh, they have, I think they still have some of their hunting, hunting uh, flavored beard oil, which is like a vanilla and tobacco flavored type of beard oil. It goes in, smells delicious. I love it. Uh, I actually just got the Texas Cedar, which I haven't tried yet. I'm on a hunting now, so I can start decorating my beard. Um, uh, so I got the Texas Cedar, and I still got the Wisconsin whiskey flavor. Uh, they, uh, these guys back up all their products as a 30-day uh, guarantee, and everything they make is hand-dipped in wax, like a Maker's Mark whiskey. It's freaking awesome. And every package you get, Anthony will obviously write you a letter in the back of the package and thanking you for buying this product. I actually got it right here. That one doesn't have the writing on it, but it's, it's, I don't have it in front of me. But he does write you a personalized message in the back of the package. He lets you know how much he appreciates you supporting his business. The guy's outstanding. He's amazing. But, uh, yeah, I recommend everybody to give this guy a shot, give, all his, give his product a shot. Uh, if you use the promo code STEEL, you save 10% off your purchase. And, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. It's a great gift. You tell your loved ones. Get him some beautiful beard oil. I love it. I don't think you tried it, but I'm sure you would love it. I got to clean up for tomorrow for my pictures, for my engagement pictures. You got that? That's tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow. Hell yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, shit. No. But uh, tonight, we actually, this is the first time I'm doing like an interview for this podcast. So tonight, I got a, a buddy from Discord. I actually met this guy on Discord, and uh, he's a stoolie. We met on the Barstool Sports uh, Discord, and uh, he's always been a really cool dude to me. Uh, you know, we chat on Instagram. He supports the show. He's in here. Uh, so, everybody, this is uh, Ugly Noah from uh, Ugly Gaming. <laughs> Woo! Hell yeah! <laughs> how you doing, brother? How's, how's life treating you over there? Life's good. Uh, I live in California pretty locked up here but uh doesn't affect the gaming world too much <laughs> oh no <laughs> well, you said you're a basketball fan so right away i, I wanted to kind of dive into uh basketball because there's a bunch of rumors going around with uh james harden what do you think happens with him do you have any uh speculations on uh what you think may happen because i seen a rumor on my end i seen uh he came out and said he'd be willing to play for the milwaukee bucks so hey hell get some fucking Giannis and get some james harden a little bit of middleton and Sprinkling some Drew Holiday, that could be a championship team. That'd be a good team. I also hear a lot about the Nets, and that could be a good move for him because they're uh, they're going to be super stacked this year, assuming everyone's healthy. As far as him, I know that he said he wants to leave, but he wanted to leave because of people who had already left. So I'm not sure if that if he should leave or if he should try to get his own Rockets franchise uh, bring people in. Well, I think on his end, I don't think there's much more he could do. I mean, he's had those pieces there. He's had uh, 
you know, uh, Russell Westbrook, and he's had, you know, other pieces kind of put into place for him. I mean, you're, yeah. Yeah, he's a, you know, he's a good shot, but he's not very clutch, man. So I don't think he can do it on his own. And I don't think that Russell Wilson was enough to help him do it on his own because Russell's kind of a choke artist himself and, you know, that aspect. They are similar with that. Uh, where would you see him the most successful? Milwaukee? I would I would say I think that Milwaukee would work out, but I don't think they have the money to make it work. But uh, I think I think Brooklyn would be a great fit for him. I think, you know, him and Durant going back at it. And then if they can keep Urban, if they keep under the under luxury tax, if they kept Kyrie with them, shit, they could do some flat land just badness over there. I think that'd be a really good move for him, but it all depends on what kind of player he wants to be. Uh, it'd be hard for him to be the main guy that he's always been on the Rockets if he went and tried to be that guy with Kyrie and Durant already kind of had their duo set in. Yeah. Well, you can't really say that duo is really even set in, though, because Kyrie has – he's done on his own the past year, and they've seen how good they were. I mean, they weren't that spectacular. They were good, but they weren't like – you know, I did they – I don't know. I don't think they just made the playoffs or they just missed, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely just off assumption and seeing how KD has played in the last 10 years as a healthy player. I hope KD comes back healthy, man. Cause I the, hope so. the league is the league is better with him playing well. That's just you know it's more entertaining. It's entertaining league with a good KD, absolutely. Hell yeah! But uh, I actually I'm gonna switch topics here because you, my brother, is more of a fighting fan like I am. But I seen that uh, Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather are gonna sign to fight each other. Are they doing it? I think they're doing it. It sounds like it's going to happen. I've seen speculations of it, but I wasn't sure if it was anything for sure set in stone. See, they kept on the same McGregor, McGregor, McGregor. And, yeah. you know, I just don't – Connor needs to focus on the UFC. You know right. what I mean? So I think Connor's going to stay there. I don't. He wants no part of that because what's he going to – it's for him. It's a gamble. I'm gonna take these dice and I throw at the wall. If I get fucking luck punched by a guy, then I'm, I, you know, I'm gonna make some money. But I'm out my yeah. my street I mean, cred. Hands down, he's just gonna make money. That's yeah. all. But if Floyd Mayweather, on the hand, he's retired, and this is an exhibition fight, he's just there to make cash out of it. Yeah, you know? Yeah. I mean, he's just there for money as well. Yeah, he's just gonna <laughs> steamroll. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's be real. I mean, this is a guy. I'm not saying anything. Jake Paul, he's in, or Logan Paul, right? Yeah, Logan. He's an incredible athlete, you know, OSU wrestler. He can't, and I, I shouldn't say can't because everybody has that one punch locked, I guess, but that's the issue. You can't hit Floyd. Floyd's a magician. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but what do you do? I mean, shit, just another another one of those things where everybody's going to sit there and speculate, but then we're going to watch it and, oh, yeah, we knew Floyd was going to win. <laughs> I mean, he went 51 and all. I mean, what, what's going to stop him now? Right. No <laughs> shit. I mean, a YouTuber? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, that's, it's just, it's, to me, that's just asinine. It's cool, I guess, man. You get to, like, roll that Hollywood, you know, versus professional thing. But, you know, what do you, you know? Yeah. I mean, at what point does that become, start becoming stale? It's just something to bring more viewers in, I guess. Go ahead, it's, it, it's clickbait. It's it's really fun. Yeah. And fights. Uh, like we were mentioning in basketball, when I saw that Nate Robinson was going to fight Paul, I thought that was hilarious. And I, I was looking so forward to it. The end result was pretty brutal, but it's just the names. Those matchup names are 
it's clickbait. It's entertaining. And I like that fighting starting to do that. Well, I hope they continue to do it. I mean, it's, it's a, uh, it's a fun, I guess it's fun, but at what time are you going to get like, you know, Tyson versus fucking Jamie Foxx or something like that, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. see, see that about Tyson. Uh, they're saying after this last fight, because it was successful enough, he wants to do a Legends League. Like a certain agent over or a certain category of uh, past legend and have them fight. See if he could pull that off. That would well, be entertaining. I know last week I seen that a Holyfield called him out again. So I'm actually kind of like chosen for that, you know, get a redemption fight in there. That would be very cool. Yeah. That would be, that would be amazing. Yeah. yeah see, I'm a big fight fan, man. So I, I, I like, I like, like there's like certain fights that I like, I don't want to see. Like if you get like a straight up striking fight, you get like a Mark Hunt versus a Mike Tyson. Mark Hunt was an amazing UFC heavyweight. You can't not. I've seen that guy take some damage, and he's beat top tier guys. Then he got beat by Brock Lesnar, and he just kind of disappeared. But I see like Mark Hunt, or even like get like an Alistair Wolverine in there versus a Mike Tyson. I think that'd be fun. I think there's a lot of cool like mix and match leagues you could do like that. But there's always that thing. You always see Mike Tyson that that, that bare knuckle boxing. Is that ever going to happen? Because I've seen they're trying to get Brandley Silva to fight him. And Baron Lasova, of course, is the old axe murderer of pride. Mm-hmm. I want to see Shaq and Barkley put the gloves on. <laughs> see who gets tired first. <laughs> oh, my. Would that not be one of the most anticipated matchups if they said that? Oh, my God. Oh, boy. Absolutely. Oh, man. What if you got Reggie Miller and Michael Jordan? <laughs> oh, Boy, these would be could, serious. Could you imagine? Serious. That would be a legit fight because those guys, when they play it, it was incredible. <laughs> Watching those two go at it on the court. Like, even in the documentary, the the, the Michael Jordan documentary they did. Like, yeah, holy shit. Oh, man. Dance. Fucking Warriors. That was a great documentary. Oh, that so wasn't was really pleased with that. Yeah, I watched that. I actually want to watch it again because I didn't get the take at all in. You know, because it's like the first watch through. Right. But, uh, yeah, there were a lot I learned that I would have never known. Oh, I know. A, All that stuff behind the scene. Like, you know, they let Robin take that vacation. Like, Coach, you let him take that vacation. He ain't coming back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, shit. So, uh, what's new on your side of the world of gaming? How are things going on that end? Gaming's good. Uh, we just got new Call of Duty, uh, Cyberpunk. That's looking good. Uh, I'm more of a Battlefield guy myself. They were supposed to have a release this year, but they ended up pushing it to 2021 because of new-gen console stuff. They wanted to watch this pan out first. So I'm really waiting for that mainly, but that's uh, that's the main crew that I represent is the Battlefield team. Well, we're going to play Call of Duty, right? That's going to happen? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, so Modern Warfare Warzone? Oh, yeah. Our Warzone or... Yeah, modern. War- I've been playing a lot of modern warfare. That's what I'm good at. I can't. Why will back me up? I am terrible at Warzone. Yeah, Warzone's <laughs> quite the experience. Yeah. High compet- high competition. I was uh, I was happy with that game because I think Call of Duty is having a really hard time uh, keeping its audience, and a lot of people were switching on to different titles uh, when they did the Advanced Warfare, the Infinite Warfare. 
And I think Modern Warfare pulled back a lot of the the first uh, the original Call of Duty players. Oh yeah, I I loved it because I didn't play it. I played uh, COD Four. I loved that game. You used to have like little exactly. crew, like uh, me, my cousin, uh, Wyatt would always be on, and then uh, you know my other cousin who was on you know basic training, and then Salem Sean. We always played. It was always our group of guys that played COD Four, and then after that, it just kind of went downhill. Yeah, I agree. So. It was it was fun to see some old names pop in online again that I hadn't played with in forever. <laughs> yeah, well, man, like I just like the first three matches I played on uh, Modern Warfare, I got the relive shipment, and I was like, I'm sold. I'm gonna keep on playing this son of a bitch till it runs out. <laughs> I oh love, yeah. Oh, I love that. Man, that bringing back nostalgia or what? Oh, it does. That. Oh fuck. That week. It's kind of like. Uh, Infinity Ward's Nuketown, how Black Ops, they just keep playing that map over and over. Every new title, uh, even in the new one, Cold War, they brought it back. That's kind of how Infinity Ward's shipment is. It's just one of those iconic maps. So what is your take on Cold War? What do you think about it? I haven't got it myself. I was actually at a a little get-together last night. We were talking about this. And the people who did have it, they were not happy with it. Yeah, I personally, me, I yeah, I wasn't very happy with it either. I mean, personally, it it looks like COD Mobile. Opinion, it just doesn't look very good. And uh, I hope that when it does transfer over for Warzone, that the game engine from Modern Warfare really takes over and makes it look good. Yeah, I'm really interested how they're going to implement. They said uh, Warzone players. So you got Modern Warfare, Warzone with Cold War, Warzone. Yeah. I'm gonna, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Also, like you're saying, Treyarch, it plays so differently than Infinity Ward. Um, so the the feel of the game, I don't know how they're going to combine that. It'll be interesting. Yeah, it will be, definitely, yeah. Yeah. My friend, you can an idea. He thinks. They might make those new Cold War weapons a little more powerful, try to get more people to to buy the new title. I thought that was an interesting topic as well. I don't know, man. It's hard to get away from the M4A1. <laughs> <laughs> Old, reliable. Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, I seen you, I seen you over at that party last night on your Instagram story. Oh, yeah. Uh, what'd you drink? Ugly you, man, you, we're you, everywhere. You fucking, <laughs> yeah, you fucking bombing down some beers or what? All the time, man. IPA. <laughs> Keep those fucking stoolies pro over there, bro. That's yeah. all it's, what it's about. On the table for beer pong. Took some money home. boy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, uh, these, these dang shutdowns have started tonight. So last night we all went out. Oh. <laughs> kind of gave one last run for a little bit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh so the COVID over there pretty nuts then? Is everybody going off their chairs over in the West Coast? What was that? Sorry about that. No, I said, how was the COVID situation over there in the West Coast? Is it pretty crazy? Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's just so many different types of people, you know. You got super scared people. You got super I want to go out there people. So it's it's driving everybody a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Well, it's it's got to make everybody stir crazy. I mean, people, like, you can't go outside. I think you guys got a curfew, too, don't you? 
Yeah, they have a 10 p.m. curfew, and certain counties uh, say they're going to enforce it, and other counties say we're not going to enforce that. So it's it's all political, and it's all awkward. Nobody knows what to do. (laughs) So a lot of business owners, they want to say, no, we're going to stay open, but then they get threatened uh, $1,000 fines and (laughs) that they get their alcohol license pulled if they uh, don't follow the rules. You want to know what happened over here in Wisconsin when when our quarantine lifted? Yeah. The Tavern League says at 6 o'clock you're going to open your doors for the bars. And at 6 o'clock the bars were fucking full. (laughs) Wall to wall. My wife and I went to Miami for our honeymoon during COVID because we're crazy. And we thought, you know, we're going to go out, we're going to party, we're having a good time. They had a no alcohol after 8 p.m. rule in Miami. And I'd never heard of that before. Wow. Come on! I know. We went to Miami. We're all the way from California, Miami to party and <laughs> no alcohol. <laughs> wow. That's fucking craziness. <laughs> yeah, in Miami of all places. We had higher expectations in Miami than that. Yeah. <laughs> never again, he says. <laughs> <laughs> we thought Florida was going to be. Wide open and everything. No, well, if you want a drink, you know, you just come to Wisconsin. We'll get you there. Hell yeah, man. I heard that you guys have some really good breweries. I've been wanting to go up there. I'd say it's beautiful, especially uh, especially when it's cold out. It's, it's wonderful. <laughs> are you guys closer to the lakes? or We are, uh, like, right on the Mississippi. Okay. Okay, cool. So Very we're cool. In, uh, they call it the Driftless. Driftless region. We got all the hills over here. Everything, that, everything else in the state sucks in this flat. So we're in the we're in the hill area. Cool. Yeah, it's nice here, man. We got the you know we got the Packers. We got deer on team. We got beer. It's wonderful. Can't beat it. You a whiskey guy or a beer guy? Ah, uh, I have been drinking a lot of whiskey lately, but I do like myself a cold beer once in a while. Okay. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we just yeah we we start getting a lot of distilleries now to open up all over. Uh, a friend of mine. It just opened one over in St. Mary's Ridge, so and I haven't been there yet, but it looks really good. Just yeah. Shout out to the Rebels family over there. They got rum and vodka, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a good guy over there. He's a, he was a carpenter for a long time in the Sparta area. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Huh. Distillers are awesome. I got a buddy who owns one, and it, it's a neat environment, cool atmosphere. I think they're underrated. They're they're not as popular as breweries out here, but those are cool. Oh yeah, man! It's, it takes a lot of work to make uh, the fine, the fine liquid gold they call whiskey and rums and <laughs> vodkas. I actually went to one in Wyoming. I'm sure you listened to the show before, but I talk a lot about Wyoming whiskey, and that is we went out the we went out there during corn yeah, during the shutdown shit too. And uh, we went to Yellowstone, all that happy jazz, and we came across a little town called Kirby, Wyoming. It's like sixty some people, right? Less than that. Less than it's, that. It's got to be less than that. <laughs> well, like, you literally, you drive out. I don't know if you've ever been to Wyoming, but, like, you drive past. Is this, this town is on the right, and this town is, like, 40-some people, maybe 60-some people. Who knows? I'm not counting. You're not counting. But I see this big building there, and it says Wyoming Whiskey on it. And I was like, bingo. And I went yeah. there. And, and they're not even a sponsor to this show. I just love them that much. Like, I, it's it was outstanding whiskey. Uh, shit you not there's like 60 people in this town and then all you see is this big distillery building and you're like yeah we're going that's 
we we made plans, <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> that is really cool. Yeah, but yeah, the, it's really cool. Like, I'm actually like, super pumped for gaming. I'm more of like a Fallout and like, you know Skyrim type of player. So I'm like okay. for for me like the next gen for the Elder Scrolls series is really getting me pumped up. I'm really excited for those. That's cool. Do you play any of the, uh, do you play any old video games? I still play Skyrim. I still play Fallout 4, Fallout 3 once in a while. I still dabble in New Vegas. Okay. Games like that. Cool. I collect uh, old school systems. So like I got the PlayStation 1 that has the LCD screen on it. It's kind of like a giant Game Boy. Oh, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> and I love having people over and we'll do like NFL Blitz split screen. You play any of that? Yeah, I've never played NFL Blitz. Oh, yeah. NFL Blitz, NBA Jam. NBA Old Jam was man. fun. Yeah, I remember beating his ass and that shit all night, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I do stuff like that too. We'll have a group over and we'll put money down on games like that or uh, alcohol consequences. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's all in your – how many people are in your ugly gamers? Uh, we play a variety of different games. It's kind of like a community. Uh, Battlefield alone, we have – well over a thousand people. Uh, mobile, we got fifty, and then we also just we do shirt stuff. So whoever has a shirt, it's kind of like an ugly, kind of how barstool works. So it's kind of unknown how many people specifically, but in gaming, it's it's like fifteen hundred probably in total. It's a lot of people. Yeah, it's been a lot of work. It's we've been doing it since. Were you over at that party? Uh, no, there was a bunch of them, though. There was a bunch of uglies there, for sure. <laughs> must, have, must have been a pretty big, ugly show over there. All that liquor getting spilled. Yep. So, it's a really fun community, and we represent a lot of the stuff like Barstool does. So. Hell yeah, man. You, you ever play the president over there? Yeah. How about what? Hey, you play the Portnoy over there? Dave Portnoy, you got him on uh, your ugly team over there? I wish, man. That'd be the dream to meet that guy. Oh, yeah. Hey, we should uh, start making a petition and make Portnoy ugly as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That'd be fun, man, to get him on the, get him on the show. That guy is uh, – he's something else. He's uh, definitely somebody who I learned a lot about this past year and learning about this guy – it just makes your jaw drop. And he does all these pizza reviews. So he's all over the place. And his his love-hate relationship with the NFL cracks me up. It's just that guy. Yeah, I love I love his sports. I love his crypto talks. Uh, he's getting the cryptocurrency I saw. And that gets me really hyped up because I love that that world as well. Yeah, that I, I listened to a podcast. I think it was Joe Rogan's podcast. He was talking about mm -hmm. cryptocurrency and it's kind of weird, but like I don't know, it's something maybe I should look into eventually. But I, who knows? I, I feel like eventually they will. The U.S. government will regulate the crypto. I mean, I don't crypto, they and they can. They they absolutely can. I I feel like they got control over everything. So maybe one day they will control it. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, was it PayPal and Venmo? They're trying to regulate where Bitcoin stands, and that upset a lot of other 
countries. A lot of people. Well, you can you can yeah. buy it at Bitcoin too on PayPal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, that's their thing. And a lot of uh, other people from other countries were upset because they think that uh, those companies are going to try try to regulate them and kind of take ownership of it. It's it's tough stuff. It's it's really uh, it's new and not a lot of people know where it's going to go. But I'm telling you, if you put your money in the right place, it could really explode. Well, it's like anything, you know. Yeah. It is, but this stuff is some of those cryptocurrencies. Like I bought some XRP, and it was only twenty three cents. And you can, if you put thousands of dollars in, and it's tripled in this last couple months. So if you have enough money, that's a quick, quick turnaround. Uh, but it's also dangerous because it could drop. Yeah, it's so volatile. Well, I hope people have luck with it. I mean, you never know what's going to happen anymore, especially in uh, the old twenty twenty. Yeah. Nope. The uh, DoorDash's stock that skyrocketed the day it went public. Oh yeah. Oh, rightfully so, man. They, they, that was like the perfect idea at the perfect fucking time. You know, mm-hmm. it, um. Yeah, I'm a dasher too. I, I I do a little side hustle. There you go. Yeah. Make the big bucks over there. Oh yeah. You take any ownership over there with you? You got you a part owner over there, DoorDash and in the in the stocks and shit. Oh no, I don't think they give you any stock because you're considered a contracted employee. Oh. With DoorDash, so you're not really like an employee of DoorDash. You're contracted to drive for them. It's interesting. You're just a number, dude. Yep. I'm just another soldier. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you just walk in, grab your card, take a fucking Happy Meal over to Johnny around the block. <laughs> it was a genius idea. It was. I've never used it, but I've always wanted to, you know, you know, get a pizza and have somebody drop it off for me. I think that'd be fucking wonderful. Yeah, it's funny. It's gotten really popular in California. And it's funny. Sometimes when you drop off, you'll literally drive, like, down the block to the delivery. It's That's how, <laughs> yeah. That's how good it is and how lazy people can be, but oh, it, it's worth it. I do it all the time. My wife and I have wow. been drinking. We've gone to pool parties, ran out of beer, and you can actually DoorDash beer to the party. <laughs> where, the hell, where was that like 10 years ago? <laughs> yeah, we, we love it. Where, where, where exactly are you at over there in California? Uh. Near Sacramento, near the capital, northern center. So you are a 49ers fan? Ah, uh, close. Raiders. Close Raiders. To the you, so. you, did you keep your allegiance? Not as good as I wanted to. I was, I was kind of bummed that they left because all these years of not having success and then with Carr, they've done kind of good the last few years and then they leave. And Raiders fans, man, they're like, they're diehard. And so seeing them leave as soon as we start getting a little better kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> well, I bet. Cars so. are standing, man. I think Gruden has something going over there, man. Those guys are legit. Yeah. Um, they do. I was really excited to see how – I can't think of the guy's name. We, we got that trade, and then he went to the Patriots, and then he got dropped. Who am I talking about? Antonio Brown? He got in the legal trouble. Yeah, Antonio Brown. 
Yeah, yeah. I was really excited to see that duo. I wanted to see Carr and Brown have some good plays, but yeah, another one of those things that didn't work out, and it's too bad. Well, I think that benefited you guys because he he was obviously a cancer to that oh. locker room. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. So it's probably probably better off, but it's still one of those things that you really wanted to see work in another world. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But you know, I think it, it. You know, you look at it now and you see him. You know, he's not that great in Tampa. He's just another just another number. You know what I mean? He's just. Just another guy over there for Tom Brady, but you know they're not really working on now. You know. Yeah, I was hoping they would have a better year too. They started out hot, but yeah, they piss pound. They piss pound our Green Bay Packers, but what do you do? <laughs> and they get fucking blown out by the Saints. Yeah. On the flip side, you had the Patriots starting out terrible, and uh, they've they've put it together. But I believe they lost their last game, right? Yeah, they got blown out by the Rams too. Rams are tough, man. Rams are tough. Rams are tough, but I thought the Patriots would have put up a better fight. To me, it was it was awesome because like you see, you start seeing Belichick come to life here at the end of the season. You're gonna be like, oh shit, he doesn't need Brady to get to the playoffs. <laughs> well, it was like twenty four to three though, wasn't it? Yeah, it was twenty four to three. I watched That's the game. Crazy. That's too bad. Yeah. Would would like to see a better game. It was actually a pretty competitive game. It's just, of course, Newton's going to make a couple mistakes, and that's what bit him in the ass, you know. Do you guys follow – what's your favorite basketball team? I uh, The Bucks. Yeah. That's the closest for Wisconsin, huh? Oh, well, we're, we're like, right in the middle yeah. between – there's a lot of Bulls fans here. There's a lot of uh, Timberwolves fans here, and then there's a lot of Bull, uh, Bucks fans here. Okay. You think the Bucks are going to be able to go? I think the Bucks are going to be pretty. I think Giannis. I, see, that's the thing because I, I think his heart's in Milwaukee, but I think he wants to win championships, and I can't I, fault I, him for that at all. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like the LeBron thing. That's the new. That's the twenty twenty way of basketball. But I think, yeah, like I said, if, if that Harden thing actually comes to light, I mean, who knows? I mean. I don't think it, I don't think it will ultimately, but I think if that happened, you know, if they got rid of Middleton and some other chump change, I think they could uh, make it work. I mean, you got that Drew Holiday in there, who you know he seemed pretty good in the playoffs this past year in the bubble. But you're a Milwaukee fan. I'm a Sacramento Kings fan. You guys are trying to get Bogdanovich. Yes, John Bogdanovich. What happened in that situation? I didn't really. I oh. guess the league put the ban hammer on and then something with tampering. So I don't yeah, – it went through big. and then something happened. I don't know. Do you wish that you would have gotten him? I do because he seemed to be a legit, you know, legit baller on that end. I mean, he seemed, you know, he seemed like he fit pretty well. Sacramento will for sure miss him. I liked him. The, the tough thing with our team is we're so young that – you don't really have a, a team leader. You don't have the experienced leader helping strategize. So you have a lot of young guys who aren't too sure who's supposed to be taking the lead. They haven't really positioned themselves uh, confidently. That's what's been really fun when we're watching Milwaukee the last four years because they've been so competitive the last, you know, 
five years, but then you see Giannis get so much better to the point now where you can say he's a superstar. And you got Middleton, who he could go anywhere and, you know, be in a starting lineup. And then you got, you know, all these other filler players like Robin Lopez, Brooke Lopez. Um, Then we had a – I can't remember the guy's name. He went to Indiana last year. But, yeah, all these pieces, that are, they're all growing up together. And it's kind of fun to see a homegrown team finally kind of get up and be competitive. Kind of like the Nuggets. You know, the Nuggets are all drafted in and based together. And then they, you know, obviously rise and fall at the sharpness of their own blade. I love that. I like that about the Warriors before they got KD. I had so much respect for that team on how, how many of them were drafted and how they went from being a bad team into being the best team. Arguably. I was my I was heartbroken. I seen that Thompson is out again, and it's just it's a yeah. Curry show. Yeah, being right that there are a lot of Warrior fans as well, and tough, tough love over here in Sacramento. Though we got the longest playoff drought in NBA history currently, so that doesn't get much worse than that. <laughs> yeah, we we wouldn't know how that feel feels because our state we actually win championships so. Uh, <laughs> well, not the Brewers. <laughs> well, they're not the Brewers. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how the Kings do this year. Uh, I've got a good draft pick. So, Who do you guys draft? I don't recall his name. I can't remember. That's a hell but, of a draft pick. <laughs> but we, I know that he was good. And with De'Aaron uh, just getting better and better every year, one more strong piece could be all we need to at least – and this drought start moving forward. All, all it takes is one good year, and you're in that area too, where you might be able to draw people to you. That's the hard part about Milwaukee because nobody wants to come play in Milwaukee. Right. Yeah, that's how Sacramento can be too. I understand that. Small budget teams. Yeah, small budget teams, and no NBA player wants to hop on a plane <laughs> to Miami. And, you know, walk off the plane at 85 degrees and turn around to come back to Milwaukee at negative 25. So, no. <laughs> I guess I can't fault them, though, either at that aspect. I mean, you know, what do you do? But the Packers keep on getting successful and getting people in, and Green Bay is definitely colder than Milwaukee is. So. <laughs> it's possible. But we got the Rodgers, so. I guess if I was a wide receiver and you know, outside looking in, I want to go catch balls and one of the greatest of all time. So that's cool. And he's a California guy. So are you are you an Aaron Rodgers fan over there? Yeah, I like him. I'm not a Packers fan, but good. Man. I was success. I like him. I'm actually a, I'm actually if I had to pick an AFC team to root for, I would say I'd cheer for the Raiders. Just because of, yeah. I love John Gruden. I think that with John Gruden in the league, he is such an interesting cat. And then watching the hard knocks with him to see that that uh, whole personality come to life outside of being, you know, in ESPN, but seeing him as a coach interacting with the players, you can tell the guys love him. You know, it's, I love the guy. He's a little, you know, Chucky, full-size Chucky over there. <laughs> and knock on wood if you're with me. Yeah, I think uh, Tom Brady as well. He's from California, and he's one of my favorite players. Yeah, then he went to Michigan. and Yeah, do you follow college football at all? You're a stoolie, so I imagine you probably do. 
Nope. Not as much as I should. Yeah, you definitely should because I had a good question about John Harbaugh for you or Jim Harbaugh for you. Yeah, what are you going to ask? I was going to see if you think he's going to stay in Michigan or he's going to go elsewhere. Um, I don't know much about that situation. I just thought it was dramatic. I think he, he's going to leave. I think Michigan's dramatic, anyways. I think it was destined to happen. You're not going to beat Ohio State, you know, every year. It's just realistic. You know, we're, we're Badgers fans, and we've been the number two team in the Big Ten for going on seven years now. And we've only beat them, like, twice, I think. Not even. Well, definitely once we beat him in Madison. Maybe once. once. Yeah. <laughs> that's a steamroller, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. But with how heavy that spotlight is, I don't see it being good for him to stay either. Rutgers. Yeah, off the Rutgers. <laughs> Look, I could get players, though. So, like, on one side of it, like Michigan, why would you get rid of him? Because he's bringing in five-star guys. But the issue is he's not bringing in the right five-star guys. When you have a, t- a school like Wisconsin who brings in three-star guys, and then they're turning around these three-star offensive linemen and turning them to, you know, Helvesteins and Travis Fredericks and all these NFL players are just outstanding. I mean, I think you can go through how many different rosters and you'll see, oh, Wisconsin linemen, oh, Wisconsin linemen. These are all three-star, two-star guys that come out of, you know, mainly here in, you know, the Midwest. So I think that has something to say. If you can't get these guys, you're pulling in these five-star talented studs. You can't coach talent. You can only coach smart. You can, you can coach smarts. You, if you're born, you know, you can, you can have all the gifts you want, but if you're not going to be coachable with these gifts, then you're going to be useless. And I think that's what made Jonathan Taylor so special because everybody knew Jonathan Taylor as a freshman was going to be a stud. Then he turns around, goes to Indy, and he's having so much success. It's just, you know, it's hard not to even cheer for him. Great player. He's not having the success I thought he'd have. Well, he wasn't going to have a fucking LT-like year. you know. I, I mean? thought he would because <laughs> he was on the track to being better than Adrian Peterson. So I thought he was going to be better than him, himself. Well, you, you got to look at it two sides, though. I mean, you're playing for Wisconsin. You're a running team. Yes, you're going to break all these records, but it's not just JT's records, man. It's the fucking big uglies up front that block for him. He's had outstanding offensive linemen yeah. in his whole career. Yeah. So, you know, and you, can, you know, you say thing, the same thing about Indy, though, because they have the best t- guard in all of football in Indy with Quentin Nelson. I mean, Barton, that guy's a freaking freak of nature. Yeah. You watch him play, it's scary to watch him play because he plays 100% all the time. And he's from Notre Dame, by the way. Go Irish. They're a bunch of slabs. (laughs) Bunch of slabs. (laughs) Uh, Is there anything else in gaming that kind of you want to touch on, Noah? Man, I could talk about anything. So, anything specifically. I got um, I, I got a question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah. Where yeah. do you think uh, next year's battlefield is going to go? Oh, boy, that's like, a great question. Like, uh, like it's gonna be on what it. time period? I mean, that's kind of what I mean. 2010 cash. <laughs> they just came out with an Easter egg two weeks ago, and once you complete the Easter egg, it plays Battlefield 4's theme song. So a lot of people are speculating that it's going to be similar – style to where Battlefield 4 was. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I feel like they excel at the modern day 
kind of warfare kind of stuff. So I I really love Battlefield Four, Battlefield Three. That was they were, those were classics. I mean, I loved it. They were uh, in Battlefield Four, still doing good. Yeah, I mean, I I jumped into some playlists back in like uh, three four weeks ago, back in Battlefield Four, and I mean that that shit's. I, I love it. I mean, it's hard to step away from it, but I personally I, I do love Warzone myself and it's that I that's probably the best battle royale out there and I I don't know, man. Yeah, did you know Battlefield uh five, they came out with a battle royale. I know. Yeah, they got Firestorm, but that I I feel like they dropped the ball on that. They they Good had good. the the possibility to start something pretty huge, but I mean, I, I feel like they dropped the ball on that. No offense to them, but they kind of gave up on Battlefield Five too early, I believe. But maybe, maybe not. Maybe I'm just looking at it at the wrong point of view. But I no, I, I agree a lot. Battlefield Five is—they have a huge community, and a lot of the community is starting to say, "It seems like we're not being listened to." Well, I, I thought they. I thought Battlefield like pretty much admitted that they they're dropping Battlefield Five for Apex Legends, and then they're just pretty much banking on next year's Battlefield. I thought that's pretty much what they said. Yeah, they did. They did a they made a statement and apologized about its um, less successful, uh, being less successful than they thought it would be, and that yeah. they would stop doing updates on it. Yeah, it's 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 sad because I mean I I had very high hopes for a World War Two battlefield, but uh, yeah maybe the next time around they can pull it through maybe I don't know if they do do next time around. Yeah, I would love to see another successful title by them. Hopefully, the next one will be. I thought yeah. Battlefield One was pretty cool. And yeah, yeah I love Battlefield One. A yeah. lot of people hated it. I loved it. And it was it was a lot of fun for a World War One game. I mean, it was fast paced. It was kept your blood pumping. I mean, it was it yeah. was pretty good. When they first said that they're making a World War One game, I was like, I can go two ways. Really, really cool or really, really not cool. And I think yeah. they did a great job pulling off World yeah. War using swords and horses, like that stuff you don't really see. And first, right. shooters. You like, put horses in that game? I see, I never yeah, played it. Yeah, they got horses. You got to download that shit, man. That it was intense for World War One. You, you personally, when you think World War One, it's slow paced. This was they turned it into a fast paced game and made it still realistic to where, like World War One would be. Like it, it made sense. If you watch the trailer, I guarantee you're gonna to want to play it. <laughs> uh, it was it was badass. You tell me they got horses. They got horses. They got the <laughs> like Mark what like Mark One tanks. Like, Jeez. I mean, it it was the shit. People it still was, play it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. People still that. play it. And some people like it better than like Battlefield Four. Some people like it better than Battlefield Five. People still play it. Yeah, it's a really unique game. I get a lot. A lot of people say I do regular polls on our, with our Instagram following, and Battlefield One wins the the poll of which game do you think is better every time we do it. 
between uh, out of what, on a battlefield. Out of what games, though? Out of what games, though? Like four and five and three or what? Still there, Noah? Seems like we've lost contact with the intelligent being. But, uh, well, we have a little bit of a break before we get him back. Uh, make sure to check out the Beard Company, everybody. You can save 10% off your purchase with the promo code STEAL. That's 10% off for a holiday gift for your loved ones. So make sure to check them out. Um, I'm going to send him a message quick. <laughs> And uh, after a little bit of technical difficulties we had there, uh, we are back with Ugly Noah from the Ugly Gaming Community. So you were saying before you left that uh, you do polls for Battlefield games. Yeah, I'm always curious to see, you know, what game people are enjoying more. So the, I think what we were saying was uh, the last poll that I had done, it was Battlefield 5 or Battlefield 1. What game do you think is better? And I've done that one a few times, and Battlefield 1 wins every single time. Oh, yeah. Hands down. I'd, I'd agree with that, yeah. So, uh, what's, your, what's your KD over there? Oh, Battlefield 5? And Battlefield oh, yeah. 1, it's, it's well over 2. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but the amount of hours, man, we're, a lot of us that play together, we're all in the, the 1% for all the stuff. KD. What's your, what, What's your KD over at uh, Old Modern Warfare? Uh, we don't need to discuss that. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Let's discuss it. I'm at like a .68, so it can't get much better than that. Man, that game is so yeah. competitive. Growing up, I remember it was, it was something to compete for, like the high ones, the low twos, and now it's it's hard to hold a one, it feels like. There's so many more people gaming now. Well, it's also the skill-based matchmaking as well, I believe. That's holding some people down, but... What's your KD there, Big Nuts? On Modern Warfare, it is like a 1.22 or something like that. And then on Warzone, I got a... I think I got like a up to a, like a 1.45, I think. Yeah, mine's... I think it's a 1.2, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. On Warzone, or is that the multiplayer? Shoot, probably the Warzone one, because that's what I play more. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm yeah. used to competing. No, Noah actually is the one that got me to buy this stuff, because we had this idea, like, hey, we could do a little bit of Pure Skill podcast, a little bit of Ugly Gaming, mash them together, we could do a podcast with them, then we could do a fucking live stream with them. Yeah. So we're going to do that. Can we invite Wyatt to join us in this uh, live stream yeah. event? Someone needs to carry the team. It might as well be me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Let's do some trios. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, get Austin involved, too. So. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. That's right. Yeah, that that is a really fun game to play with the team. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard. It's frustrating, but it, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. We're doing, we doing Warzone, or what are we doing? We can do multiplayer. Don't matter me. So I prefer multiplayer. I'm more competitive in multiplayer because yeah. I'm still kind of learning the Warzone thing because I don't. But the only way to learn Warzone is to play it. 
I mean, you got to drop with your team. You got to know what to grab for loot. You got to – I mean, it's it's a learning process, and I believe this is the first Battle Royale you've ever played. So, yeah. so this is a true story. I played with uh, my brother and a good friend of his uh, date and another guy. I think you work with him. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I, I just hopped in. I'm in this fucking plane with these guys, right? I'm all jazzed up. I got a controller in the hand. I got the headset in. I got a big wad of Coke, bag of pouches ready to go. I have a Pepsi in front of me. I'm all dialed in, right? And then the planes, they're going. And I'm, I, I, this is no shit. I asked these guys, when are we jumping? And then Dayton goes, oh, you'll know. And I hear the fucking ding go off, and I jump on the plane. <laughs> and these guys are like, what are you doing? <laughs> Motherfuckers drop on the other side of the fucking map. Like, what the fuck's going on? I had to run about the 600 meters to yeah. meet up with these guys all yeah. the way across the fucking Jesus map. Jesus Christ. And I made it across alive. And that was the most amazing yeah, thing. Yeah, that was amazing. That was Playing amazing. Michael Myers on the entire war zone. <laughs> yeah. That is funny. Oh, it, it was, uh, yeah, like I said, I... I have my blonde moments, and that was uh, definitely probably one of them. I'm not very good at those shooters, but I'm getting better slowly. Battle Royale, it's it's a new, it's it's blown up, and it is so different than all the other games that we grew up playing. It's such a big learning curve. I will say this though: we all died early. Uh huh. In in our little in our four our, our four way match we had, but it was only me and somebody else who had to kill this dumbass here. Gonna have nothing. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I seen a guy shooting in the window. I pulled up the old frag grenade. I said, I dare you to pop it one more time. Threw it. I rogered it. Hit him. The grenade hit the ground. I said, Typical Rogers guy can't catch. Boom, he died. Not know? a chance. <laughs> Not a chance in hell that he hit that window. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling aimbot on that shit. Fuck, dude. You'll see how good I am. We get this live stream going, you'll see just how good I am. <laughs> be like fucking Muhammad Ali. I will show you how good I am. I like to see it. You see how fast it was? You see how fast it came across that map? Are you nuts? I'm pretty goddamn. And I didn't even get shot at on my way. I know of. <laughs> Running across. everybody. Everybody's calling me Gump. They're probably <laughs> laughing at you. <laughs> What's your, Let them go. Let them go. <laughs> What's your loadout? What gun do you do you choose first? Uh, in Modern Warfare? Yeah. Oh, man, I, uh, it depends on the map. If I go to Piccadilly, I usually rock the old, uh, the old 300 wind mag. Okay. Or, uh, you know, like I said, a shipment. I run around with the, with the shotgun usually. Just, you know, you line them up and I knock them down. One of those things, you know what I mean? Like, oh, peekaboo, boom, shot, dead. Whack-a-mole. But I, I, I prefer, I, I really do prefer the single-shot rifles. I'm not very good with them, but like the sniper rifle, 308, or 300 wind mag, guns like that. But I have been kind of getting into the the M1 a little bit more, M1A, yeah, M1A1. Okay. And I have, oh. and I've been really, really, really enjoying playing with a light machine gun, just for some reason. I just like to mow people down. Yeah, my favorite gun is that Bruin light machine gun. Really hard yeah. to unlock, but once you unlock it, that that's a sweet gun. It tears, but their recent nerfs that they had on it, they kind of fucking destroyed that thing. No, oh, don't you hate that? I haven't played, I, I don't say I haven't played Call of Duty in like maybe a month. I've been back on Battlefield. So I'll, yeah. I'll 
see how how different it runs. Yeah, that that nerf on it that kind of that pretty much killed it because it's not nearly as good as once a, as it once was. Spit it out, Leo. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, the kilo is still good. Uh, the M4 is still good. I, I was, I built the M4 class today. Now I, I haven't been able to use it, but I think I'm going back the M4 over the CR56. Yeah, I think it's called. Yeah. But, oh, the MP5 too. I love that gun. MP5 is uh, OP. Yeah, that fucker's OP. It's shit. Always is. Another game, another yeah. OP MP5. <laughs> yeah, I dual class my uh, my shotgun class. I'm MP5 as a backup weapon just in case. This something gets hairy, I'm gonna pull it out and you know go fuck your mother. You know what I mean? Oh, boom, yeah. boom, 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 out. Oh yeah, that's a shipment class. I like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, you gotta come prepared, otherwise you might just go home. Yep. <laughs> but uh. Well, I think that's all I really have, I guess, for tonight. You Are you willing to come back in the future? Absolutely. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. Sorry I got uh, yeah, well, interrupted. No, you're like, fine, no. man. Um, what if, yeah, how about we do uh, maybe next week? Uh, whenever we plan on doing the live stream, uh, if you still want to do that this weekend or not, or we could talk about that through messages too, but we could do a recap. Recap show of uh, the carnage that we with inflict on the internet world. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, pretty pumped up about that. I think it'd be a good time to see you guys. Just so you guys can like see firsthand how bad I am. Oh, it's gonna be <laughs> Either way, I don't care. I just want to have fun. That's that's the whole point of uh, going there and competing. Even though you'll hear me get frustrated and yelling at you know certain campers. Lewis, still a good time. You can have your good games and your bad games, so. Yeah. Whoever has the worst game drinks after every round. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, it looks like you're getting fucked up. <laughs> he thought I have a fucking all coffee now. Your pure podcast. Yeah, pure steel podcast is getting all hammered pure. up tonight. <laughs> That'll be fun. But yeah, thank you guys for having me. It was it was really fun talking sports, talking yeah, sports. always is. Yeah, absolutely, man. You're always welcome, buddy. You're a stoolie like me, so Yep. All right, man. Um guys. So that's us. here's a sign off. This is the Pure Steel Podcast. And like always, this podcast is Pure Steel and Sex Appeal. Thank you very much for joining us. <laughs>